You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out uh, edbellisinc.com for more if you want to learn a little bit more in depth uh, about some of these things that we're talking about. We're happy to, to help you, and we're bringing this to you as a public service to help you and your organization, but especially seniors as we're talking about this issue today. Uh, make the difficult uh, benefit and decisions that relate to your health insurance and your Medicare and your, your drug coverage. And we've got a fantastic contributor here on the program, Stuart Sloan. And thanks again for, for joining us. Some of the things uh, that you're seeing, can you talk about those? Uh, what are the things you're seeing in the marketplace as far as yeah, um, I, I want to jump back into where we just left off, John, because there, there's some serious issues that your listeners have to be aware of. <clears throat> CVS, Caremark, uh, and uh, Express Scripts, the two biggest prescription insurers in the country, mm-hmm. they've just come out with their 2017 approved list, and if they came out with it this month. Uh, the listeners should take a look at it uh, on their web. But what's important is... CVS Caremark, for example, lists 130 drugs on its we-won't-cover list for 2017. Mm. Express Scripts lists 85 of these that they won't cover. And, you know, the threat of kicking drugs off their covered list, which are known as formularies, is a powerful way to drive discounts, simply meaning that, you know, they may offer discounts you know, in lieu of paying for it, you know, inside the formulary. And this has been a growing trend. Uh, We've only begun to see this since 2012, but it's going to pick up speed in 2017. And I I think the listeners really need to be sensitive to this in terms of their, uh, you know, their drug needs. The other thing you've asked me here, what we're seeing is we've seen the Medicare uh, Part D drug program move from three-tier to four-tier. This year, we're going to see a heavy preponderance of five-tier drugs. And the reason we've suggested early on we started this show, Sean, <clears throat> that the folks need to go to uh, to uh, Medicare Part D, uh, you know, for Medicare.gov on, online, is to make sure that <clears throat> their drugs are covered in whatever plan they've selected. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what tier? The other question you asked me uh, in terms of pricing, we've seen pricing as low as $28 to as high as $37. Uh, Ironically, for the Nebraska area, prices are going to be right around the $30, $31 and change area for the 2017 year. I think that's important for your Mm -hmm. listeners uh, to be aware of. Right. Right. How do you think that compares to the rest of the country? Do you, do you see regional variations on these drug prices like oh, you do on other things? Very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's towards the low end. You're looking at pricing, which will start, for example, in Alabama at $28, but you'll see some of the areas that are as, as high as $37. I see. I see. Something to um, pay attention to. These, um, the, This is a huge issue that, that you identified because— if if their drug isn't on the the formulary, does that mean that they need to switch programs to find one that it is on, or what? <clears throat> what, what well, the, they... Uh, the the answer is 
yes and yes. In other words, the answer is yes, find a program that their, their drugs are covered by someone uh, and or find out where <clears throat> they possibly can, can find some help from within the industry. And we're going to get down to that uh, in our question number nine there in terms of where they go for help. Right. But they need to, uh, to choose their plans very carefully this year uh, because of, of what's about to happen in the marketplace. Another thing that the listeners need to be aware of is the majority of prescription drug programs are covered by uh, standalone plans are subject to coinsurance rather than copayments. Mm. That's new and increasing for 2017. Uh, we saw the start of this in 2016, about 58% of those plans uh, you know, started to use uh, coinsurance rather than copayments. The use of coinsurance could have far-reaching effects on your listeners, considering that 24.6 million Medicare beneficiaries were enrolled in, in uh, uh, private standalone plans this year, Sean. You know, they, they, so they're out of pocket, uh, some of these huge charges and changes. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. I mean, that could be, I mean, are we talking hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars? Well, it depends upon how many, it, it's, you're asking a good question. It depends upon how many meds, you know, that they're right. taking. Yeah. You know, and they wide, and they, they vary widely for brand name and specialty drugs. Sure. Uh, uh, those used for uh, treatment of cancer, multiple sclerosis, rare diseases. Uh, you know, those are up on average 10% this year. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, Sean. The average cost for a year's supply of prescription drugs more than doubled this year to over $11,000 this year for people that are taking four to, to six drugs. Whoa. So the people that have chronic issues that they're dealing with, this really hits them in the pocketbook. Wow. Really. That's huge. That's a huge amount of money, especially for folks right, right in the middle class income brackets yep. especially. And um, they might have to potentially pay a little bit more than others, too, because of depending on someone's income, right? Yeah. So it's absolutely. just a double whammy. Yeah, it really is. Wow. Wow, that's that's um, that's something that um, – and when you look at uh, the, the nation, I mean, do, do you know the statistics? And I've heard many different people ask me this, but what is the uh, average number of prescriptions people are on, for example? Is it around yeah, seven? Yeah, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that. Anywhere from four to seven, Sean. There. Okay. Yeah. A year or per month? Something uh, like that? Per month. Wow. <laughs> per month. So you add to that people that have chronic uh, illnesses, diabetes, uh, other, uh, you know, Parkinson's, some other, uh, you know, chronic illnesses that require a lot of meds and a lot of physician treatments. And you, you're talking about any, anywhere from five to 10, 11 meds. For these folks, that's a lot of money. You think of their of their budget and where they're getting their income from. It really heats it hits them in the pocketbook, Sean. Yeah. Wow. So we'll, we'll get into some of the strategies that, that they can do here later in the program because mm -hmm. I, I think that's something glancing ahead that is really important for the, for the people listening out there. This is uh, this is a massive economic uh, impact on, on a lot of folks, and, I, I, and they're not talking about it, which is what, yeah, what bothers me uh, quite a bit. And I hope that they start to talk about it a little bit in the in the uh, in the in the campaign this fall. But let's take a look at um, 
the, our next uh, little focus area, Stuart, is uh, the misuse of prescription drug medication. Yeah, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you started. That's really an important area that we all should be looking at. More than half of adults of Medicare age last year misused their prescription medications. And that could simply mean they were either uh, taking too much, too little, or none of their meds. It also could mean that they were using other drugs that were not prescribed, uh, as 45% of Medicare-age adults were doing. So these are situations where the patient is placing their life at risk. The, the rate of misuse identified by, by uh, insurance studies and Medicare uh, found that there was a high probability of them misusing their medications. You know, this, you know, this could be a, a killer. And we've seen that across the country, Sean. Uh, one of the studies that, that I looked at uh, the past two weeks stated some of these statistics I've just shared with you in Colorado, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Utah, Wyoming, uh, uh, some in, in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. So you can see regionally and nationally, Sean, this is a widespread problem. Wow. Yes. What Do you think there's anything that um, we can do from a legislative standpoint to, to fix this, or is this a, a deeper a deeper issue? You ask a very ticklish, very interesting question. I think we relieve that. That should be our answer for number 10 when we get down there, Sean. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Don't want to spill the beans quite yet. Uh, we, we touched on this a little bit, Stuart, our last topic before we get to our, our, our halftime timeout, which is uh, 2017 Part mm -hmm. D coverage. Uh, obviously, the theme of what we've been talking about together has been 2017 as, as it's a big going to be a big year. We're, yeah. we're seeing uh, evidence of this come out every day, literally. Uh, 2017 and Part D coverage, uh, how do you see it happening? Uh, very simply, uh, like every other segment of health insurance, uh, it's going up. The deductible uh, for that part of Medicare is going from 360 to 400. The initial coverage limit for drug expenses is going from 3,300 to 3,700. The out-of-pocket threshold is moving from 4,850 to 4,950. The total cover D uh, uh, spending before you get to catastrophic coverage is moving from 7,000 to 7,400, you know, from one year to the next. Wow. <laughs> Massive numbers. Yes. I can't, where, where, where are folks going to, I mean, where are folks going to be able to find the money to, to cover these things? I mean, we need to do a whole, whole deep look sometime on just planning for retirement and healthcare costs just just a whole program on that uh, with these things. I mean, yeah, this is literally, and, and you see this being a year-to-year -year thing? I see it being a year-to-year -year thing, but again, yours and my focus for a lot of these shows and a lot of our conversations have been the 2017 year. And with the folks that hopefully are with us today, let's look at some obvious statistics that, that you and I know you're well aware of. 10,000 or more baby boomers are turning 65 every single day. Right. So just the topic we're discussing today, multiply the numbers, Sean. You already have 
57 million people being covered by Medicare. Those numbers are exponentially only going to increase, which again increases the problem that you and I are talking about moving into 2017. Right. And and it's going to continue to evolve and perpetuate over time, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, this will get worse for, for the least uh, the next five to eight years with these increases on a day-to-day basis of these people moving into the age bracket. Wow. Let's... um. Let, let's let listeners percolate on that here for a couple of minutes and and uh, let that sit in because I want to I think we're going to get into one of the reasons that maybe uh, maybe why uh, this is happening here in our next segment. Uh, yep. We're going to look at uh, some of the partnerships affecting the marketplace within the prescription drug industry, uh, yep. something we've touched on a little bit here uh, in previous episodes. So we're going to take a closer look. This is America's Healthcare challenge. Hey, thanks so much for sharing your time with us. We hope you're learning something this week. You're doing a, a good thing uh, by uh, by listening to this program. We're doing this as a as a service to help you understand these difficult changes coming out. And so, uh, by doing at least a little bit of research on Medicare.gov, it can equate to savings of sometimes thousands of dollars annually. So we'll have more with Stuart Sloan, and when we come back, be right back. <laughs> 